I'm curious, you mentioned working with your husband mm-hmm. on your father wound. Yeah. That sounds like an ideal scenario in terms <laughs> of partnership, conscious mm-hmm. partnership work. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people listening, you know, who are in partnership would love to bring a bit more of that conscious work to their relationship. How, how did you bring that to both of you? Like mm-hmm. in a way that, um, felt mutually beneficial and also just really conscious rather than I feel like sometimes the masculine is like what you know why do we have to do this and not quite understanding the the effect that Mm -hmm. it could have how Mm -hmm. did you bring that in yeah I mean I I feel really blessed that my partner he was already you know he had a counseling degree he had been doing men's work and working with um Mm -hmm. with people for a long time and he had been doing some of his own work and I had been doing my own work and then when we met I was like, hey, I'm going to do this Tantra training. Do you want to do it with me? We're two months in. And he was like, well, what if we break up? Like, we've only been seeing each other for a few months. And I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Let's just do this. And he was like, okay. And (laughs) so we just dove right in. So two months into our relationship, we essentially started therapy together. Our first fight, we actually went to therapy. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And uh, I'm just really lucky that he is so willing. And I talk about this a lot where, you know, in relationship, the most important thing is that both people are willing because that just makes it all easier. Um, And for us, it's a balance, right? Like when we create these scenarios, when we're setting up a healing container, we both agree on what we're doing and we both agree on the timing and we hold a container that's structured. Mm. And it's not just me, you know, processing. We, We take turns. So like I would hold space as his mother, right and and he would hold space with my father and we would switch and so it was very much this we're equally showing up to process uh which helped us a lot because we learned so much about each other through that we also did you know a lot of work we did Harville Hendrix you know getting mm-hmm. love you want workshop and all of those things as well um and now we have a couples course where we actually teach couples like we take them through the sessions that we've done mm-hmm. to sort of help guide them through it uh but one of the most important things that I could say for addressing the masculine piece where, you know, is there somebody who maybe isn't willing or doesn't want to do it? You obviously can't force anyone, right? We all have to choose. Um, but what I've found is that men's groups are really important. Like my husband's an executive of uh, men's groups called Arca Brotherhood uh, in, in space in Canada. And they have, I don't know, 600 members or something wow. like that. Um, there's a few in the U.S. as well. And what I've found is that it's really important for men to gather in small groups together and devote themselves to the inner work where they can process, you know, what was their relationship with their mom? What was their relationship with their dad with each other and really practice being vulnerable and being seen together and also having a space where they're encouraged to go deeper in their partnerships. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of this twofold. I don't think that we're meant to do it all together in, you know, romantic context, Um, So there's got to be some balance, you know, having community to support us through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the goal. And I think for a lot of people that are listening or a lot of women, it's like they're like, okay, so how do I get, you know what I mean? How do I get there? Like, what are some steps I can take to bring more conscious awareness to my relationship, to bring more of that like healing opportunity Mm -hmm. that is happening, happening consciously? What would you say as some first steps for someone that wants to do that? 
One of the things is always recognizing when you're waiting for the other person to go first. Because that's sort of a game that we play, especially when it comes to dating and relationship and marriage. It's like, okay, well, you go first. I'll be vulnerable when you be vulnerable. I'll do the work when you do the work, you know. I'll open my heart to you when you open your heart to me. And it's very much this, it's a game that we play to protect ourselves. And it doesn't get us anywhere. And so there's this mantra of just going first, you know, taking the leap. And if you really are in a relationship where it's not safe to do that, then that's not a relationship for you. But if you're in a relationship where, you know, you love this person, you want to devote yourself to this person, they're not going to be perfect, then just go first whenever you can. And if you're both doing that, that's Mm -hmm. a really beautiful Mm -hmm. gift, you know, Uh, because if we're able to look past our fear and our walls and our guards and all of the stories that we have and in those moments where we want to contract see the best in our partner or assume the best instead of the worst or just watch our minds and that's a big one that I talk about a lot is watching the thoughts and the stories that you're creating in the moment and if you can take just a few seconds to step away from that story that you're creating then you can bring less reactivity and more presence, more consciousness. Because what we do often in relationship is we really just kind of bounce off of each other and we escalate really quickly. Like if you say something that I don't like, then like I'm going to just respond from that place. And there has to be this equal commitment to not reacting. Even if one of us is a bit of a jerk, you know, one person has to decide, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mm. reflect that energy. I'm just going to hold space and holding space is not just for the masculine. It's for all of us. I really believe that. So I think that's one of the biggest ways to start is, are you aware of what your past wounds are and what triggers you and what your stories are? Can you breathe through those big feelings instead of pushing them onto someone else? Mm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.